praise God. Sanctification in Hindi is Shuddhikaran. Hallelujah. Also in Malayalam. Hallelujah. Praise God. Shuddhikaran. Hallelujah. Amen. Sanctification. Every theology, every doctrine that we see in the New Testament has its roots in the Old Testament. For example, water baptism. We learn that Noah was escaped from the flood. It is a symbol of water baptism. Even I mean, when they crossed the Red Sea, they all joined Moses. 1 Corinthians 10 says that is also a symbol of water baptism. Amen. Praise God. You take anything in the New Testament, it has its roots in the Old Testament. You take separation. Amen. You take circumcision. Amen. Abraham was told to leave his country, leave his people. Amen. Even we in the New Testament, once we accept Christ and we believe in Christ, we are not supposed to go back in the old ways. Amen. You take the sacrifices in the Old Testament. They always used to bring lambs and goats. But in the New Testament, when you all know that it is Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, thereafter, there is no more sacrifice of animals required. Praise God. Amen. So everything of the New Testament where we are right now has this doctrine that even if it's tight, even if it is worship, even if it is serving God, Everything has its roots. So also is sanctification. Sanctification in simple words is purification. Amen. What does sanctification meaning? Sanctification means somebody has been chosen, set apart for God's purposes. Hallelujah. How many of you will say that the church is called from this world, set apart for God's service? Amen. How many of you will say, if church is called, I am part of the church, I am called, set apart for God's services. Understand? Hallelujah. So it's very important that you understand this word sanctification. Otherwise, you will continue to live as the people in the world, called out from the world, but continuing to live like the people in the world. So be very careful. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we are chosen by God. Called by God. Justified by God. Amen. Praise God. And we are to be in service of our almighty God. Amen. Everyone in their home. They have vessels of honor. Vessels that you use every day. But when you have a guest coming home. You take the best of the vessels and keep it on the dining table. Right? The best you give it when you have guests at home. Those are called vessels of honor or vessels of good quality and you know good presentation. And you imagine when you and I will see our father in heaven. When he comes, will he take vessels of honor? Will he won't say these are vessels of purity? These are vessels who kept themselves away from the dirt of this world. That is why we are supposed to be spotless, blameless, sinless. Hallelujah. In other words, we are full of to be holiness. Hallelujah. That holiness, amen, is not a struggle. Holiness is a lifestyle. Hallelujah. 
If you understand sanctification, it is then not a struggle. Hallelujah. It will become a part and parcel of your life. You are not supposed to do this. You are not supposed to do this. You are not supposed to do this. You know, I mean, law is not to bring fear in you. Law you follow out of the love for God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So it's very important to understand the subject called sanctification because from there we will get into the Lord's table today. Amen. And that is why it's important to do a self-examination of your own sanctification. Amen. Let's start reading from the scripture and see where the Bible talks about it. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. It is God's will that you should be sanctified. It is God's will that you should be sanctified. That you should be sanctified. Period. Amen. It is God's will. Now whose will is it? That I and you should be what? Sanctified. Hallelujah. Everybody turn to your neighbor and say sanctified. Amen. Now we are not yet sanctified. We are in the process of sanctification. Hallelujah. This is the largest portion in your Christian walk. Understand this please. This is the longest portion of your Christian walk. Amen. You are not sanctified completely until He comes. Because we continue to be in this world. We are to be sanctified and purified every day. Hallelujah. Amen. Sanctification has three stages. One is positional sanctification. The second is progressive sanctification. And the third one is complete sanctification. Hallelujah. What is positional sanctification? The day you repented from your sins and you receive Christ as your Savior, that day you receive salvation. Amen. That is positional salvation. Amen. The day you repented, the day you received Christ, you took water baptism, that is positional sanctification. After that begins your progressive Sanctification, which goes on to the very end of your life. Hallelujah. 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 Then comes the last stage, complete sanctification. When you stand before the Father. When you stand in heaven before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. And when you are joined with Him on that table, where He said, I will have this with you that day. Praise God. Is, that is where we are now going to. Amen. So understand one thing. Till the time you are on earth, there is sin around you. Hallelujah. You are seeing sins. You are thinking sin. You are in a body. Amen. That will never go to heaven. Until till the time you are in that body, you are subject to temptations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what is required? Do you bath every day? In the same way, you need to have been sanctified every day. Hallelujah. Why? Because you have a higher calling. Amen. You have a higher calling. And someone expects you to be on that day with him. Amen. 
And because he is holy, be holy. Hallelujah. Heaven is not a place of sinners. Heaven is a place of sinners who are washed by the blood of Jesus and kept themselves pure. Amen. And kept themselves holy because they are going to see and meet a holy God. So your biggest battle is to keep yourself sanctified. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gluttony is sin. Amen. If you say, Pastor, I love food, that is sin. I'm sorry. Pastor, I love so many dresses to buy so many dresses. I'm sorry. You need to be sanctified. Hallelujah. She understand the importance of being sanctified. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Right. Come on, lift up your hands and say, Praise the Lord. I need sanctification. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when we see sanctification in the Old Testament, I want somebody to read Exodus chapter 30, verse 25. Let's see a glimpse of sanctification over there. Then you will come to know more in detail. Make this into a sacred anointing oil. Make this all into a sacred anointing oil. A pregnant blend. Huh. The work of perfumer. Huh. It will be it will be sacred anointing oil. Mm. Then use it as the anointing, the tent of meeting, mm. the ark of the testimony, mm. the table and all its articles, the yeah. lampstand and the accessories, the altar of the incense, mm. the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils, mm. and the uh, and the basin with its stand. You shall consecrate them so they will be most holy, mm. and whatever touches them will be holy. Praise God. So two things we must see over here. Amen. With the anointing oil, cleanse everything, and they shall become sacred. They shall become consecrated. Okay? Amen. How many of you believe that anointing has come upon you in the New Testament? Amen. Hallelujah. When that anointing came upon you, it was to separate you. For the purposes of God. Amen. And the second portion of that anointing that we have read now. Whatever it touches will also become holy. Hallelujah. Verse 29. Read it again. You, you shall consecrate them. Huh. So they will be most holy. Yes. And whatever touches them will be holy. Whatever touches them will also be holy. Now do you understand on the shadows of Peter people got healed. Hallelujah. Amen. You understand sanctification, progressive sanctification? That is because of the anointing that is upon you. Hallelujah. Your anointing that has come upon you will not allow you to now go back to the dirt, to the sins of this world, but it will progress you into the full calling of the Lord over your life. Amen. Hallelujah. That is why Stephen could do many signs and wonders. He progressed from serving food to serving God. Hallelujah. Amen. Peter, from the time catching fish, hallelujah, he became fishers of men. Progressive sanctification. Hallelujah. Are you learning something? Amen. I need to progress in my sanctification. It is not a one step that happened long back when I got baptized. No, every day I am in this world and I am fulfilling the calling of the Lord by everyday sanctification. Amen. Hallelujah. 
How do you do? How do you understand whether you are sinned? When you spend your time in the feet of the Lord, you will come to know you have sinned. When you, time, when you spend time at the feet of the Lord, you will never see others sinning. You will always see you sinning because you are before the Lord. And that is what urges you to get into sanctification. Jesus said, my words have sanctified you. Because of my words, he told his disciples, you are clean. Hallelujah. If you, as earthly people, use the best vessels for eating food, he who is the king of kings, the lord of lords, why will he use dirty vessels for the godly purposes? Amen. Therefore, this subject is very important for you. Do not think that once I got repented, baptized, right? I don't need sanctification again. No, you need sanctification even before you put your hands on the Lord's table today. Hallelujah. Because last week you only know yourself how much sins you did. Amen. But today the word of God will cleanse you even before you partake of the Lord's table. Hallelujah. Sanctification for me is important, for you is important because God has a purpose over your life. God wants you to be a witness. God wants you to be a sacred vessel. God wants you to be a vessel of God's glory. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants you amen, to fulfill the call over your life. Amen. So you must understand the anointing that came upon you has purified you and with that anointing where you go will purify others in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Now when you carry that anointing, it will change the circumstances. Hallelujah. When you carry that anointing, do not bring the value of that anointing down by doing cheap things. But preserve yourself because God has amazing future for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For three years, Jesus was trying his best. To get these people out of the thinking that who will sit on the right, who will sit on the left. Three years Jesus struggled. Amen. Hallelujah. You know when that struggle got over, even in the last moment they went for fishing. Even in the last moment they didn't understand. Hallelujah. You know when they understood? The day of Pentecost. When you are full of the Holy Spirit. When you are full of the anointing, nobody wanted position that day. That day one person stood and everybody prayed for that person behind. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. And that anointing still works. That anointing still works through you. That anointing can purify you. That anointing should only be growing. Hallelujah. That anointing will break every yoke. That anointing is what heals and delivers. That anointing over you breaks every plan of the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are not growing and coming back. Growing and that is called abnormal Christian. Hallelujah. You are not one day hot and one day cold. That's called lukewarm church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, are you learning? I mean, I am being sanctified every day because there's a purpose before I go to the grave. There's a purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I must look forward for that purpose, not worry about my struggles. Amen. I must look forward for that calling, not worry about my problems. 
must look forward for that grace that is coming upon me every day rather than worrying about my problems. Hallelujah. I'm telling you once again, the anointing over you is precious. The anointing over you is powerful. The anointing over you will sanctify you. The anointing will teach you. The anointing will make you grow in Christ. The anointing will fulfill the call of God in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Second Corinthians chapter 7 verse 1. Second Corinthians chapter 7 verse 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Amen. Four things we read in that scripture. Amen. Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. Since we have these promises, first is promises. We have promises. Let us cleanse ourselves. Sanctification. From every defilement of the body and spirit. Bringing holiness. So what will happen when you get sanctified? You bring in holiness. What comes inside? Holiness. When? When you do sanctification. Praise God. And the last part of the scripture is bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is fear of God over here? Love of God. Love for God. Praise God. You will not do sin when you love God so much. Hallelujah. Love for God will never allow you to go in the root of sin. The more you love God, the more you will sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, what must we do? We must keep loving God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To keep yourself sanctified in the purpose of God, what must you do then? We must keep loving God. Hallelujah. What does Romans 8.28 say? All things work out for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Read the next verse. 29 is more powerful. 29 is more powerful. For those who me foreknew, now listen to this, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Correct? In order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. Hallelujah. You know where sanctifications come over here? Where is the position of sanctification over here? Justified to glorify. Between that is sanctification. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where is sanctification? From the time you were justified. Hallelujah. All your sins washed away. You are justified. And when you stand before God. And when the devil has no purposes now against you. Hallelujah. Everything that the devil had against you has been wiped away. Washed away. Your sins have been forgiven. You are justified. Hallelujah. Somebody say I am justified. I am justified. I am justified by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are justified. Not by your works. By the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. By faith. Amen. You are justified. And after that comes finally. That is your glory.
glorification. In between is your sanctification. And that is important today. Hallelujah. That we understand that He knew us. You know when the Bible talks about God, I knew you before you were born. Last Sunday in the early church we said, Jeremiah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, uh, God said, I knew you even before you were born. Amen. He formed us. Hallelujah. For this day. You know one person whom he called after birth in the Bible? Listen to Joshua. My servant Moses is dead. Now you take charge. Hallelujah. But each one of you, God had seen even before you were born. Whom he formulated. He also predestined them. Praise God. And predestined in what? In the image of his son. You know when we receive Christ in our heart, the day we got baptized, that's the day Christ came in our heart. Correct? But he came in our heart in the little faith that we have. But then that Christ must grow in your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must become a full, matured Christian. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that is what I'm saying, progressive life in Christianity. You must progress in your faith. You must progress in the way of God. You must become mature. Otherwise, what will happen? You will go back. You will be in your sins. And you will assume that you are a Christian. But you are not sanctified at all. Understood? So you must actually be growing more in faith. Hallelujah. John 17 verse 17. Jesus prayed this prayer in the garden. John 17 verse 17. He said, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Hallelujah. Who for whom did God for Jesus pray this now? Sanctify them. Whom did he pray for? All his disciples. Let me tell you, there are many believers, but very less disciples in the church. Hallelujah. You understand the meaning between believers and disciples? You go to the road and ask anyone, do you believe in Jesus? He will say, I know Jesus. I believe in Jesus because he is a God of the Christians. He also is a believer. But you know who's a disciple? A disciple is one who takes the cross and follows Jesus no matter how much thorns are there on his road. You know who's a disciple? Hallelujah. Who will take the pain, who will take the humiliation, who will take all the burden against him, everyone accusing him. But still, he will follow Jesus. He will cry. He will carry that cross. Even when that cross becomes more burdensome, hallelujah, he will still carry that cross. He is the disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. When he saw a big crowd coming to him, Jesus said, All those who are ready to leave everything, they only follow me. Praise God. A big crowd coming does not mean, Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. All are disciples. No. They all come for bread. They all come for healing. They all come for their job. They all come for their visa. But how many of you will say, Pastor, even if the job or visa comes late, I don't mind. I am the disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not here to take something from Jesus. I'm here to see what I can be for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Not for my benefit. Because you know why? I have so many promises. Now because I have these promises.
promises, I have to be sanctified. So that I am holy. So that, hallelujah. And when, when he comes, he will come for a spotless church. He will come for a church who has kept herself holy. Who has kept herself, hallelujah, away from sin. Amen. Who was around sin, but never sinned. A man had a sheep and a pig as a pet animal. Both he took out. Amen. Both of them fell in the water, muddy waters. He took both of them out. The sheep, sheep started crying. He took the sheep out and he cleaned the sheep well. You know, he also the pig, he cleansed the pig. After some time he turned and see the pig is all gone back to the muddy waters. You know what is the problem here? The nature within that animal. The nature of that animal loves to go and fall in the muddy waters. And that is the nature of sin. And that is what we must deal with every day. And that is why sanctification is required. Without sanctification, you cannot be holy. And without holiness, no one can see God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, we must keep our eyes on our Father, our Lord, our Savior, author and finisher of our faith, our Lord Jesus Christ. Who for the joy that was set before him, he did not complain of the humiliation that he went by. Who for the joy that was set before him, he went through the pain that the father allowed over him. Who for the joy that was set before him, allowed to be beaten, allowed to be beaten, yet he prayed for his adversaries. Why? For the joy that was set before him. Do you see in faith that joy that is set for you in heaven? Do you see, hallelujah, John 14 happening in heaven? With my father's house, there are many mansions. I prepare one for you. Hallelujah. When that is done, I will come for you. That is the joy set for you. Hallelujah. There is a joy set for you. And because of that which you see in faith, you will go through everything over here, but yet without sin. You will live in this world yet without sin. You will sanctify yourself every day. You will see whether there's any filth inside of you and come out of it every day. Sanctification will lead you to glorification. Hallelujah. Sanctification is very important in the eyes of God. That is why it is preached very less here. Why? Because everybody wants only prosperity messages. That's why I said you will not receive revival in this message. But if you get this message, you will be revived. And if you are revived, the church will be blessed. If you are revived, I mean the family will be revived. Hallelujah. If you are blessed with this, hallelujah. If you change, amen, your family will change. Because you know what? The world looks at us and then they see Christ. But if they see us, why will they see Christ? Understand? If they see you, they will love to see your Christ. But if they see you, why will they love to see your Christ? Understand? They must say, inquire about the Christ you serve. Hallelujah. And say how joyful you are. How happy you are. There's a glow in your face. There's graceful words in your mouth. All the anointing over you. You know, this, I'll tell you one thing. How to, how to examine yourself. If you're in the church service, any church service, 
And for the first half part, you're very active, energetic, and, and during the world part, you are completely dull. There's a big problem in your life. <coughs> Hallelujah. 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 You understand what I'm saying? The word is what cleanses you. The word is what sanctifies you. But if you're not excited during the word time, not telling you, but yeah, two people are all excited, I know. There somewhere. Then there is a problem. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because in the music, if you're energized, music is not sanctifying you. Word of God sanctifies you. So if in your word time, your attention is going away, be careful, you need sanctification. Hallelujah. Amen. Time to close. Only 10 minutes. Amen. I'll just take one scripture and then we two. When we and then we close. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. For the love of Christ constrains us because we thus judge that if one died for all, uh. then we're all dead. Yeah. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. What controls us? For the love of Christ controls us. What controls us? Now, it is very easy to sin because in the church everybody looks holy. But outside church, Monday to Saturday, nobody is watching anyone. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now I am giving you the real key. What will help you control yourself from sin? Did you read that? Did you underline that? 2 Corinthians 5.14 For the love of Christ controls us. Amen. 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 So where, what is the key then? Love for Christ. What is the key? Love for Christ. Now, when sin comes to you with an open invitation, you remind yourself about the love for him that you have for Christ. When the sin comes to you and says, nobody is watching, your wife is not watching, your husband is not watching, your friends are not there, you are all alone, do this and ask for forgiveness and God will forgive you. You will say no. You will say no. What controls me? The love that I have for Christ controls me. Hallelujah. That means this, this kingdom or this church or the body of Christ is run and controlled out of love for Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. You forgive others. Why? Out of the love for Christ. Amen. You bless others. How? Out of the love of Christ. You give even if you don't have to others. Why? Out of the love that you have for Christ. You pray for others more. Why? Out of the love that you have for Christ. Amen. Amen. Even though you don't have, you give others. Why? Out of the love that you have for Christ. Hallelujah. And that is what the whole purpose of this is. That if you love Christ, you will say no to the world. If you love Christ, you will say no to the offers that Satan gives you. If you love Christ, praise God, you cannot sin. Hallelujah. He who is born of God overcomes sin. He who is born of God cannot sin. Hallelujah. And therefore you must read the word of God. Go home and read Galatians this week and meditate in it. You will love it. It's a very tiny book, Galatians. But read it. See yourself in it. And you will come to know how foolish you are or how good you are. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Spend your time in meditation of God's word. Amen. It is good to listen to preachers. I'm not saying no. But they got their revelation when they were meditating the word of God. You get your revelation when you meditate the word of God. Hallelujah. Every sermon should take you to the word. Every sermon should take you to the love of Christ. Every sermon that you hear should take you to the word. Amen. Not to become the follower of that preacher. No. That preacher should connect you to the word. Hello. Praise God. Don't go and search all his other sermons. Instead, go to the word from where he caught that sermon. And when you read that word, meditate on that word. That word will sanctify you. And it will give you greater revelation that he didn't give. Hallelujah. Because God's word is new every day. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Today, important is, am I sanctified? God's table is right there in front of us. And this is for the people who repented of their sins, who live a holy life every day. Amen. Who are waiting for the second coming of the Lord. Amen. Who have set their body, their mind, their spirit away from the sins of this world. Set apart. Set apart. Set apart for the glory of God. Set apart for the purposes of God. Set apart. Because He foreknew you. He predestined you. He anointed you. And He has made you set in this church. Hallelujah. In the society, in this world. That through you, that through you, many people will come to know the Christ. Shall we all, amen, close our eyes. Amen, praise God. Amen. And all those who are baptized, who have taken water baptism and waiting for the second coming of the Lord, will rise up on their feet. We're going to serve, amen, the Lord's table. Amen to each one of you. And all those who are not yet baptized, I urge you that you will obey the word of God and you will give yourself to the Lord and receive Him as your Savior.